All right. A lot of you have reached out to me. I know you're feeling a bit uneasy right now with the coronavirus and how it's impacting the market. There's a lot of uncertainty. You hear, you know, you get the notification that the Dow is down 800 points in the first half hour of trading this morning. What does that all mean? What should you be doing right now? No matter what type of investor you are, even if it's just you have a 401k, you're probably scratching your head thinking, should I be in panic mode? What should I be doing? So every Wednesday morning on the radio morning show that I co-host, Spazano and Sandy, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger is on with us. In this morning's conversation, we talked about what you should be doing with your money right now. And hopefully this will put your mind at ease. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is sponsored by Advantage Federal Credit Union. Do you know your auto loan rate? At Advantage Federal Credit Union, auto loan rates are as low as 2.79%. You've had a busy week, I'll bet. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. You must be uh, so exhausted. <laughs> I got, I'm okay. Yeah. Just, you know, the middle of the night phone calls from work, like, we'll get you on the air and all that, which is all okay. important. Uh, obviously, <laughs> markets have been nutty. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm here to give you... I don't know, like an investor panic protection. Okay, that's what we're looking for. Because a lot of people are asking, what should we be doing with our money? Everybody has their own strong opinion or fear. So we need you to just set our mind at ease. Okay. First of all, remember, most of us are long-term investors. Meaning that most of us are really looking at decades in the future. Even if you were 63 years old and you're like, oh my God, I want to retire in three years. What's happening? Most likely when you retire and you're 66 years old, you're not going to pull all of your money out of the account at once. And in fact, probably as you are thinking about it, you've got to plan on your money lasting a long period of time, you know, 66, maybe you're going to live 20, 25 more years, hopefully. So you really can't afford to just cash out. Uh, So that's number one. Number two, if you listen to Sandy, and I know you all do, (laughs) you know, you've got to have a diversified portfolio, right? Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? Toilet paper stock. Some bunch of toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. I got to have plenty of money in Cottonelle and Scott Tish. Okay, so what it means is some money in stocks, Mm -hmm. some money in bonds, some money in cash, maybe a little money in gold, but like a little bit of everything. And the percentages in each of those asset classes will shift depending on your ability to manage risk. Uh Pretty easy, right? Okay. Okay, so if you're Sandy and you're really young, then you say, Oh, I, I might- love that. Wait a minute. Can you, I didn't <clears throat> hear you. Can you say that again? <laughs> if, you're, if you're Sandy and you're really young. Ooh, yeah. Um, and you say, I don't really need this money. Forget about 20 years. I don't need this money for 40 years. Oh, yeah. Then you might say, I don't really care. I'm going to put a little more money in stocks because long term, stocks will outperform. Okay. Now, if you're as old as me or Scott, hello, you might say, hello, that's us. Hello. You might say to yourself, yeah, I probably could be okay with more money in stocks, but I don't like the ride so much. And I'm getting closer to actually wanting my money to be a little more secure. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm willing to forego the big ups as long as I don't have to feel the full impact of the downs. Correct. And that kind of portfolio, by the way, that diversified portfolio 
is what probably saves your bacon during these weeks that we've seen. Okay. Because even if I looked at um, a couple of accounts, because people sent me emails to um, after the radio show and podcast, mm-hmm. ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. That's mm-hmm. the address, okay, panickers. Um, <laughs> and someone sent me, a, a sh- they showed me a, a screenshot of their account mm-hmm. after Monday's close. Ooh. And what was interesting is, you know, look, markets were down 7.5% in a day. It was an insane day. Oh, yeah. And this account was down 3.5% on that day. Why? Because this person owned a lot of bonds and had a bunch of money in cash, like had a real nice, well-diversified portfolio. And so sometimes looking, people are like, I don't want to look at my account. Maybe you should look at your account. You're probably not doing as bad as oh, the broad yeah. stock market. And and most um, simple investors um, go for default stuff, which diversifies like you. Like the pretty, target fund you're yeah, saying, like, Scotty? Right, that, that diversifies you anyway. You don't have to know all mm. the ins and outs of diversity. Is mm. that true or you not? Hear, you hear my mm. Mm. No, tell me more. Okay, yeah. so the target date funds can do that. But I think what people learned during the financial crisis is that a lot of those target date funds can be very risky. And the reason is that they are um, they're statistically based. So it looks at Sandy at age 29. <clears throat> hey, no. And they yeah, say, right. um, and they say, okay, you, you don't need the people. All right. You, you don't need your money. Maybe Sandy doesn't need her money until 2050. Right. Okay. But you and I, Scott, we need our money at 2035 okay. or 2030. Okay? Right. okay. And so what they'll do is they'll say, well, we're not as a target date fund. You may find that the 2030 fund actually has more risk than you're comfortable with. So you should just look at what's inside that target date fund. I think a lot of people were surprised when they were 40, 45 years old during the crisis. Like, oh, my God, my target date fund got hammered. Right. That's because they had more stocks because they don't invest to a date. They presume you retire at that date and live for another 25 years. Oh, I see. Okay, good. Here's something else you should do right this second. Yeah, what? what? I mean, if you're not thinking about a refi, even if you've refied recently, got to. I know. It's insane. It is the one benefit to market dislocation. And here's what's happened. The 10-year treasury, which is what we call the benchmark interest rate for the U.S., Mm -hmm. um, has dropped down below 1%. Yeah. Meaning that, just check this out for a second, that people are so freaked out about what's going on with this virus that they are willing to lend the U.S. government money for 10 years, and they are only demanding 0.7% interest <laughs> for the 10 years, just because they're so freaked out they don't want to do anything else. But there's some countries that are negative. Yes, we are not going negative. Okay. We promise you that. Yeah, We're not going to go negative um, because uh, they basically the, – the, the, you know, it's funny. The central bank has basically said that's not happening here. Yeah. Okay. And it hasn't really got done very well. In Europe, it hasn't really worked. But, you know, there was a point on Monday where the 10-year Treasury yield dropped down to 0.38 percent. <laughs> I never thought I'd see those numbers together. So what does this mean? This means that mortgage rates are also going down. Now, they're not going down in lockstep with the 10-year Treasury. But according to Freddie Mac, and what's today? Today's Wednesday, so Mm -hmm. we'll get Freddie Mac data out tomorrow. But as of last Thursday, 30-year, 15-year fixed-rate mortgages dropped to basically 50-year lows. Okay, so what does this mean? Number one, every mortgage broker is clamoring to get the business because they just want to make money when they can make money. Um, Now, it may mean that for you, it doesn't work. You got to run the numbers still. But 
if there's a way that you could potentially shave off a few hundred dollars every month from your mortgage, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. My executive producer at my, for my show, Mark, mm-hmm. he was telling me, I'm not going to do it. It's not going to be worthwhile. I said, just run the numbers. And he found that he was able to pay the cost of refinancing and recoup the cost of the refinancing within seven months. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So if you find that like, oh my God, this is, here's an opportunity. This is a good way to beef up your cash flow. And it's great. If anyone has like an adjustable rate right now, or you know, you're going to do a big project and you were going to spend your precious cash to do it. And you meet, maybe you need that money for other things. Hey, this is something that's really important. To wow. Do. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to just blow the money, like to just knock up that uh, 401k contribution percentage, Mm. go up by a few percentage points. That could be kind of good, right? Or maybe you just really want to have a better emergency reserve fund because, boy, these kinds of tumultuous weeks really do argue the point that it is so important to have an adequate emergency reserve fund. So maybe what you say is the $200 a month that I save, I'm going to put it into a whole separate savings account, one that maybe it's an online bank, maybe it's a credit union, maybe Mm -hmm. whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and that will then be part of my emergency reserve fund and I will preserve it. I won't touch it. That, to me, is a better use of the $200 a month because, Sandy, essentially what you're saying to me is, should I pay down a 3% loan? Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, 30-year fixed-rate mortgages are at about 3 and a quarter percent Jeez. Wow. Isn't that so amazing? Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. When we first bought our first house, it was like 9.8. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, are, you guys, are you guys making yourselves crazy? And, and you know, maybe instead of buying perfume... You're going to have to buy sanitizer. Are you doing that or not? <laughs> no. Are you buying sanitizer or are no, you over it? No, we're over it. Do you we think I should not take the subway today? My girlfriend's like, oh, don't take the subway. You know what? I was, you know, I was thinking about people who have to do mass transit, and, I, and I'm not that much of a germaphobe, but lately it's, 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 it's kind of squeezing me Is out Is it messing bit. with your head? Because you're in New York City. Yeah, 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 I mean, it really hasn't, except that I will tell you that somebody came to work sick last oh. week, and I, I oh, would... Man went insane i was just like what when then she had to go leave early because they sent her home i mean you know we have paid sick leave 27 percent of the united states private sector does not have paid sick leave so Mm -hmm. that's insane as Mm -hmm. a separate issue Mm -hmm. but like we have paid sick leave Stay home. Right. Go watch. Oh, you're so important. You know, (laughs) someone can do your job. Don't worry. Stay home. This company will still keep running. Um, I know the mayor of the little city that is like the epicenter of the of the virus. Yeah, north of New York. Is it New mm-hmm. York, New Rochelle? New Rochelle. Yeah. yeah. I was born in New Rochelle, by the way. Really? Many, many, many years Uh-oh. ago. Uh, yeah. So I haven't like touched base and tried to say like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> no. Anyway, social distancing um, is very hard for someone like me. I was doing an interview. I'm, I'm putting together a piece for Sunday morning and I met somebody who I immediately shook his hand and he hugged me and we looked at each other like, oh my God, <laughs> what did we just do? I know. I'm that still a hard hugger too. I haven't me stopped. Too. Yeah. Oh I, I did my first elbow bump the other day, which, <laughs> which was appreciated. She's like, thank you. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, but it looks so, weird. Doesn't it, it does. Like, hey, you know what I'm doing now? Now, check it out. Mm. I am doing, you're going to love this, a foot tap. Oh, yeah! 
like a hacky sack foot tap. That's my new thing. Like you're opening the trunk of your car. Totally. It's fantastic. Like a foot tap is so great because I'm an, a former soccer player. Okay, so it that's works perfect. for me. And uh, and then I was doing it with like a left right as if I were like I were European. I was doing both sides. Oh my God. Jill, thanks for being on with us oh. again. Take care, guys. We'll see you next week, next Wednesday morning around 730.